let's get into it. Let's get into the person who has upset like 83 million people potentially. So his name is Reggae Jean Page. His name is spelled R-E-G-E, which is like spelling Jessica, J-S-C-A. So in my notes, I typed out the word reggae, like the music, because I heard reggae being mentioned on a different podcast. And I was like, I'm so embarrassed for these hosts. Why aren't they calling him Reggie? And then I decided to go and watch reggae on on SNL and I was like okay he came out and and said that his name is reggae so I'm gonna listen to what he says so reggae John Page plays Simon on Bridgerton on Netflix and he has left the hit series after season one I'm just gonna go ahead and read an excerpt from page six about reggae's departure Quote, reggae is not coming back to Bridgerton because of creative differences with executive producer Shonda Rhimes and her team. He wasn't happy with what was planned for his character for season two, which would have kept him a player, but not the focal point of the show. End quote. The article claims that, quote, reggae has been inundated with offers for other interesting and challenging leads, challenging leading roles. And lastly, quote, if you look at all the big names who have left Rhyme's hit show Grey's Anatomy in the past, you see you don't disagree with Shonda. Nobody is bigger than the show, end quote. Now, we have seen many people prematurely walk away from creative projects, from members of bands who pursue a solo career to actors with thriving roles on TV who go on to pursue movies. And I think that what reggae has done by leaving Bridgerton is premature. And I think that he doesn't recognize that he's been getting act, been getting acting offers because he plays Simon on Bridgerton. Now, if you're a reggae stan, I promise you this is not the episode for you. Reggae is handsome. Very handsome. Very hot. Very attractive and alluring. Like, he's just fun to look at. Very much so. I will give him that. But I'm not going to kiss his ass or sugarcoat just because I wouldn't kick him out of bed. What this whole decision to leave, he made this decision to leave, and I think that he's just feeling himself a little too much. And he will see what happens when he leaves because he's riding a wave right now. And I I was going to wait until the end of the episode to say this, but... I'm just going to say whatever I want. I have an outline, but we'll see if I stick to it because I'm clearly passionate about my future baby daddy getting off of Bridgerton. But 
the reality is, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, my, what I, what I have to say about this or my most controversial statement about this, actually, I need to save, I need to save until the end of the fucking episode because, woo, it's not going to sit right. It's not going to sit well with everybody. But we are in a pandemic. So a lot of progress has been made, obviously, but we're in a fucking pandemic. And I need for Netflix and Shondaland to describe to me why this announcement was made when we are still in a pandemic. And there's still things that we're going through and that we got going on. Now, Netflix announced this on April 2nd. So naturally people were like, well, I, I don't know if it's an April fool's joke. This could be, this could be an, a late April fool's joke. That's so sad that I was sitting here like, okay, hopefully this is a late April fool's joke. I was like, this cannot be real. This man's career and profile has skyrocketed. It's through the roof all because of this one project. And this show was eight fucking seasons, sorry, eight fucking episodes. How many people, how many aspiring actors would love to be on a show for eight episodes and then their entire life changes? He is so incredibly lucky. And so when it, when it comes to Bridgerton with Reggie, or sorry, Reggae, leaving the show abruptly, we do not get to see Simon as a father. And we already know he was going to be a great dad. They showed how great Simon was with kids the whole series, right? The whole first season. And it was like, okay, this man, he just, he has it in him. He's paternal. And that leads me to a side note. <laughs> So I am not going to name names because this is so humiliating that I would not, I would never embarrass this person by naming them, but there is a celebrity. She's pretty D-list, C-list, D-list, um, who on her Instagram, she, she watched Bridgerton much later than everybody else. So I watched Bridgerton um, probably around a month after it's really somewhere around there. And she watched it like a month after me. Anyway, so I follow a celebrity who did not know that Simon was pretending to be sterile. So she was posting IG stories, watching the show. She was like, Daphne, you know, it's because he can't have kids. And blah, blah, blah. And like her post, she was just like, literally thought, she's like, oh, this sucks. He can't, he's sterile. I was like, wait, what? I cannot believe. I just, I, who watches Bridgerton? Who sees that he told his, Simon tells his father, I'm never having children. And Simon pulls the fuck out of the pussy. If he was sterile, what he wouldn't be pulling out, bitch. Hello. If he was sterile, like you wouldn't have seen 
him tell his dad he's not going to have no kids. You wouldn't have seen him say, I'm not going to get married because I'm not going to have no kids and how great he is around kids. You know that he wanted it, but he was trying to keep this, this very strange revenge against a man who wasn't, who was no longer alive. Every single clue was there. All of the seeds were there. And this, this bitch was literally going on Instagram and saying that, that Simon can't have kids. It was, I don't know. So yes, I'm, I'm not going to name drop her, but wow. Just wow. I mean, yeah, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not going to leave it alone, but I was, I, I, my heart broke for her because I was the secondhand embarrassment was, it was very strong for me. I, this bitch has like, oh gosh, like 400 K followers. Like that many people don't need to know don't need to know like, that you couldn't understand something that simple. So we also, back to the show, back to season two and beyond Bridgerton, we don't get to see Simon as a father. We don't get to see Simon and Daphne as a family. We don't get to see Daphne and Simon together without being distracted by Daphne's ugly ass bang curl shits plastered to her fucking pale forehead they people i know none of y'all are listening to the podcast but if anybody is connected to anybody connected to this show please for the love of sweet baby jesus get rid of daphne's greased pubic hair on her forehead next season and moving forward i was distracted i wanted to take a brush and brush her bang curl shits whiskers the fuck back i wanted to shave her head it was there was too much going on with daphne's bullshit bangs please shave the bitch's head in season two if you want to have her rocking that look it, it was distracting because she's pretty um my issue with daphne though she does the bitch does look all of 13 um, so that was a little disturbing, but guess what was more disturbing than Daphne looking prepubescent? Her bangs, her whisker, peach fuzz, blue down, ugly ass curl, half curl moon shits on her forehead. Please don't, we don't need that. It was, uh, who, whoever did hair, please you need to go. Just please be done with the show, the series. So with Bridgerton, every single book, haven't read the books, not interested. It's fun for me to watch the show, not knowing anything about it. So with Bridgerton, every single book is about a different Bridgerton family member. And apparently, supposedly, it's a love story for every single character. And season two will be focusing on Anthony, Daphne's brother, Anthony. And as far as Anthony is concerned, Anthony is a rake, okay? And Anthony is a fuckboy. And Anthony Bridgerton is an asshole. 
He's unlikable. We are going from Simon, a man who was desperately in love with Daphne, who burns for Daphne, to a fuckboy, right? So we got to deal with the fuckboy getting the spotlight and deal with the absence of the Duke of Hastings. The moment that Anthony dumped his hoe in such a rude way, they, they fucked. They was laid up in the bed and he was like, you have to go. And it was just like, ouch. You just, I had chills. I felt so dirty and disgusted watching that. And you know what's even more fucked up about that? If you were back in those days and somebody's like, we're done, bitch. You can't go on their Instagram. <laughs> you can't go on their Facebook. You can't be stalking them like you got to get on a fucking horse and shit to try to see to try to roll up on your ex like it's a disaster when you get dumb back then you are dumped you probably gotta it's probably a big effort to try to physically be with that person again and beg them to take you back you can't text a motherfucker you can't do what you can't send no nudes you can't do shit and he was just like at the, he basically told uh, the opera singer to get the fuck out the bed i was like i'm done with anthony I am good. I am good on him. So we're supposed to go from a romantic guy who was just so great in so many ways. Like, we could stay married, but I'm talking about Simon. Simon telling Daphne, we could stay married, but we're just not going to fuck. Like, what? I mean, he was committed to his crazy promise that he made to his father. And we got to go from Simon to Anthony. I don't like Anthony. And I just do not care who he fucks before he settles down. So a woman has already been cast to play a love interest of Anthony's. Again, that doesn't make me care about his story whatsoever. Anthony is a controlling fuckboy. He told the opera bitch, get the fuck out my bed. And then he doesn't like every time he sees her, he like gets a boner. He don't want to leave her alone. He got, he's got to go to the back and fuck her. Like, he got to go to her house. And, like, just he's annoying. Like, I, I cannot with him. I can't. Because we don't, like, realistically, and with some of the stuff that the opera singer would say, you could tell that Anthony had put her through so much. Fuck him. I'm not fucking with Anthony. Sorry, you guys. I'm using, you know, a lot of profanity up in this this episode because I'm that passionate about <laughs> fucking these assholes on the show. So then to top it all off, Anthony says that he's got a duel with Simon because he caught Daphne in the garden with Simon. But you are friends with Simon and you're trying to murder him or have him murder you. Like, I can't, I cannot with fucking Anthony Bridgerton. I don't like him at all. He's just, he's crazy to me. And it's like when the opera singer is out there trying to live her best life, he's got to like just roll up and just be, continue to use her for sex. I'm not into it. So I want to boycott Netflix. Okay. Like Monique tried to sell us to do years ago. <laughs> I want to boycott Bridgerton or I want to watch season two 
like two months after its release, just to f with the numbers, just to f with the ratings. I'm I'm being I'm lying. Obviously, I'm lying. I'm not boycotting Netflix. I am, I will watch Bridgerton season two, but I do believe that the series, the ratings will take a dip. Now, millions or sorry, thousands of people have said that they will not be watching season two. They put that in the comments, but that's just them reacting to the shock and the heartbreak of Simon leaving the series. If a lot of us are going to be curious um, to see what happens in season two, but I feel bad for the people connected to the show because they would have never began the series with Daphne and Simon and reeled people in to them as a couple and made them two people that we care about the most, two characters that we care about the most because we're, those are the characters that we know the most about and had the most screen time. And it's very sad that Simon a.k.a. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie decided to bail because it would have been better for them to show the other Bridgerton's um, stories to launch with anyone else but Daphne and Simon because then we wouldn't be pressed that Simon is leaving. So if we started off with Anthony or anyone else, that, that would have been so much better because... We just wouldn't have been invested in the Daphne storyline that we weren't introduced to yet. So does reggae realize the cultural impact of starring in the most watched Netflix series and that it's too late for fans of the show to see him as anything other than Simon? So some people have said that he doesn't want to be typecast and that's why he's, he's leaving, but ask Macaulay Culkin or any actor who had an iconic role in a huge box office success or, you know, television or movie success, ask them if their fans have stopped coming up to them and quoting their favorite lines from their project or talking about their favorite scenes. I burn for, reg for reggae. And I think fans will always tell him they burn for him as well. It doesn't matter how many roles that reggae takes on after this. He's going to be seen as Simon, the Duke of Hastings. And as huge as Bridgerton is, it would be easy for reggae to portray other characters without worrying about being typecast. You won't be typecast when you play characters in different genres. When you show your range. That's how it works. You rake. You fucking rake, Reggae. So, Reggae reportedly refused cameo appearances for season two. They were offering him $50,000 an episode, according to reports, more than any other member on the series. That's how badly they wanted Reggae to bring his sexy ass back to the show. So I'm hoping that Reggae will return for season three because every single story says that he's not coming back for season two. And it says nothing about any other season. It just says season two. And I feel that Netflix, especially if season two kind of tanks a little bit in the rating 
or ratings are significantly that they might throw a huge bag at him and maybe he will comply and maybe he will go ahead and decide to to rejoin the show um as a black fan of Bridgerton I feel as though reggae's departure changes the dynamic of the colorblind society that the show takes place in will the show be as diverse with a black actor or actress in a committed relationship with one of the main white characters in the absence of Simon. I guess we'll have to see, but Simon was so incredibly sexy. There, It's going to be hard for them to find someone as sexy, at least if we're talking about men. And it will just be interesting to see like, okay, he was such a, an integral part of the colorblind society. There was Simon and there was the biracial girl who was pregnant, um, who was highly sought after by all these or by several white men. But outside of Simon and the biracial pregnant girl, I can't think of any other main character who was seen as a sex symbol was pursued um, as much as Simon and the biracial pregnant girl. So I hope that they keep up with that theme of keeping the show incredibly diverse without ever mentioning race in a way that was so fascinating that, I mean, a huge part of why I fuck with Bridgerton is because it is so fascinating to see what the world could be where we are talking about character and merit over someone's skin tone um and their race it's it was so fascinating because as a viewer you're like when are they gonna bring this shit up when are they gonna talk about how he's black when they gonna talk about how she's black and but every single episode, I'm sitting there waiting, like, when is this shit gonna pop off? When is the race war starting? When are they storming the capital? You know, <laughs> storming the castle. And it just it didn't happen. So I was like, this is such a wonderful mind shifting mind fuck that viewers are able to see what the world could be. And I feel like in the absence of Simon that will be the effects of what was already put into place with this very hot black man um, being this great father and family man and husband and romantic and being just everybody knowing how hot he is and, and respecting him and, and everything that he is, a lot of that is going to be gone. And it's going to be very awkward that... Daphne, who fought for her marriage, she don't got no man anymore. And like one of the first things that I thought about um, when I heard that this came out, because of course Daphne is still going to be married to him in season two and beyond, is that I just think they're easily going to say that um, reggae is away. He's away somewhere. Um, that's somewhat of an easy way to write him out of the script considering that he was, remember how he was like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Like he has other places to go and be, but it's, we, after seeing their arc, the arc of Simon and Daphne in season one, it's going to be so fucking off. It's going to be awkward. 
And it's going to be awkward to the point that I believe that Daphne should barely be in season two because her storyline is so interconnected with Simon's that she's just not very interesting to watch as a character who's a married, who's a single, um, who's a married mother, basically a single parent. That's not interesting. It was very interesting though, seeing her fall for the Duke and hope to make that work out and turn other people down. That was interesting. But now that she's alone, like a fucking, well, I'm not going to say that, but now that she's alone, it's just, I'm bored. I'm fucking bored. And I don't care if Simon is sending her letters and doing the most, um, it, it's not going to substitute his actual presence on the screen. So reggae, this is my bombshell. <laughs> I mean, it's a bombshell only to me, right? Because I'm sitting in the closet and doing this for fun. Um, because obviously it's not like this is e-news or anything. So who knows? Who knows who the hell will listen to this? Who knows who the hell may be turned off by this? But I'm going to keep it 100. and Because like I said, I'm not trying to kiss this man's ass. Reggae is hot. He is. He is hot in a way that I fully appreciate. Because I've seen hot men my whole life, but reggae has a very unique look. He has a great smile. Um, it just all of his features, his facial features are very unique. Even how he does his hair, it just fits his head and his face so well. He has great lips. He is just, he's easy on the eyes, right? That's why he has his fans. He's easy on the eyes. But here, I, here I'm going to go keeping it 100. So one of my issues with reggae leaving the series to be the next um, Sean Penn, Tom Hanks, male Meryl Streep, whoever he thinks he's going to be maybe, one of my issues is that if I'm being completely honest, reggae isn't that good of an actor. And I'm just speaking the truth and it is my opinion. So anybody who wants to disagree, any fans who are like, she sucks, that's completely fine. Now, there were at least two occasions that I could remember that reggae's acting was trash. But realistically, it was pretty much throughout the show. So I think one time he was like in the ring because he, you know, he like boxes and shit and his acting was trash. And when um, Daphne rode him and made sure not to jump off by the time he was going to jizz. And when he like yelled out to her, his acting was trash. Um, there were different times where his acting just wasn't that great. And I'm saying this because somebody that I'm very close to taught me how to notice bad acting. So a different example is in a, when in A Star is Born, there's this scene where Gaga is with Bradley Cooper. Um, I think it was like when she was supposed to be in his room um, with him at the first time. And there's a scene where she's basically like moving her lips it's very slight. It's very quick. Editors and directors, they could be sloppy because I shouldn't notice this as a viewer. 
but da- um, Gaga's lips are moving because she's wording what Bradley Cooper is saying so that she could remember what to then say right after. That is something that um, someone very close to me taught me about acting. And you don't see it very often because an editor is supposed to take out that cut, that version, but sometimes they don't catch it. And, but yeah, sometimes basically when you see somebody's lips moving in a scene, they're trying to keep their place of their lines in the script. And so they're mouthing the other actor's lines just to remember when that other actor's um, will be done with their section so that they themselves will then jump in. It is a mess to watch. That is one of the ways that you could tell somebody's acting is trash. Another way is when you see the wheels turning in their head. And there's a lot of times where you watch anybody who doesn't act, you see, act well, you see the wheels turning like they're like, okay, what do I do? Like, you could just see them trying to act, whereas a good actor, it seems effortless. So when it comes to reggae on a scale of one to 10, I would give his acting a seven. And of course he can improve and his lips were never moving. Um, and the wheels didn't seem to be turning. I just want to say that because I, I gave those two ways that are big indicators of somebody who's acting is kind of garbage, but with reggae, you could tell he's not, he doesn't completely sell certain scenes, certain lines. He's not immersing himself in the character enough. Um, for just certain lines are just not being delivered as strongly as they could be. And so that's what I mean when I talk about like his acting just isn't that great. So, I mean, maybe there's just certain other characters that he would really crush and I don't know, but based on Bridgerton, I just don't see him as the best actor. And a lot of people who have really killed in every single scene I've ever seen them, do who've left projects prematurely their careers haven't taken off and i'm not saying that's gonna be the same with reyes but still i just i don't think he is that great of an actor again he can improve but it just seems him doing this seems very egotistical and like if i if i don't leave this show like these other opportunities won't be there and it's like no you staying with the series is only going to get you more offers period. And if they want you on a cameo basis, if they want you like to appear on screen rarely just to keep fans happy and you're still saying no, it is a very weird move of his. And it's, I think it's selfish. It It's just strange. It's unnecessary. Oh, in a Vanity Fair story that came out today, Shonda Rhimes joked that People are upset that reggae isn't coming back and she didn't even, they didn't even kill him because you know that Shonda loves to kill people off the show who want to leave or that she fires. And Shonda's producing partner, Betsy Beers, said that she, or said that Betsy and Shonda are, have succeeded in, quote, finding men that our audiences find devastatingly attractive and they become incredibly overly attached to and they get enraged about when we move them about in any way end quote that's what betsy told vanity fair today 
<laughs> Sorry, that sucked up. Record scratch Betsy Anthony Bridgerton is not devastatingly attractive. I think that Anthony Bridgerton is a boy next door who happens to be an asshole. And anyhow, he does not end up with an opera singer. I don't know what y'all are, are doing with this show. Even if the book has him with another bitch, I don't get it. I just, he's so obsessed with the opera singer. I, y'all will have to work very hard to sell me Anthony being with another woman, wifing up someone else because from what I've seen, I don't see it. He seems completely obsessed with the opera singer. So Ashonda, I feel for her because in case you didn't know, and I didn't mention it earlier, reggae signed on for one season and which made it completely legal for him to bail and leave the show after one season. So I have heard that the contracts for the rest of the entire cast are different and they, and the contracts say that they must appear on the show from here on out. If they are called to appear on the show, because the people Netflix and the people behind Bridgerton are trying to protect themselves from a reggae 2.0 situation or reggae, you know, part two with someone else. And I just wish that they had thought about that with reggae. Why? People will shock you and they will bail. And I think that Shonda has a flawless record, absolutely flawless. And so people are not trying to run out on her projects, but guess what? Reggae did things differently and he said, I'm out. So I hope that it will be a lesson to Shonda and her team. Don't y'all ever, ever do this shit again. You need to have clauses in the contract that your staff, your cast, needs to remain until the series is done because we you know reggae said what a wild journey or this has been a wild ride or whatever when he announced his exit it's like a wild ride for whom we're the ones who are left burning for you reggae and you're just you're a rake you're a rake for doing this shit and but thank you for season one. It was fun. I enjoyed you on my screen. And I hope that you get everything that you hope for and that this was really the right move for you. And with that, I will wrap up my reggae Bridgerton season two episode. Thank you so much for listening. That's why I do this. And I will see you later. And the P-Valley episodes are coming. Podcast episodes are coming. Um, I definitely next week will be drop Next week or the week after, I will be dropping P-Valley content in the podcast. But from this point forward, as I said before, I do want to cover some pop culture because why not? Hope you're having a great day rate, subscribe, download. Those Apple ratings are crucial. So please go ahead, hit, 
hit those five stars on, on Apple. Please share this with any Bridgerton fans, any reggae fans. Please just do your part and I will continue to do my part. And thank you for listening. Have a great day. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at P Valley Podcast.